Hello, I'm John Bates, and welcome to my podcast, Hope for Today, where I inspire to live with heavenly perspective and kingdom mindset. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Hope for Today. I'm glad you're with me. I'm your host, John Bates, and today I want to leave you with a lot of hope that leads to faith. Uh, Hope on its own isn't going to take you all the way. It has to partner with faith, and then when that faith and hope comes together, you see the fruition of the hope joining with the faith. And so that's where we're going today. There's a lot of places in the world today that uh, are hopeless, but God always has a word for you. And today, my friend Bruce Green and I are going to share some hope, some faith. We're going to share one of our uh, our personal experiences that we have, or ailments that we have experienced together, and how we navigate that. Because sometimes you get stuck in something, and you're thinking, when is this going to be over? So we're going to give you both sides of something that's a work in progress. So, Bruce, thank you for being my yes, guest today. Yes, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, I've known you, Bruce, for, gosh, how long? Eight, nine, ten years? Yes, known sir. you loosely. Loosely. And then really gotten to know you last five years. Yes, sir. Exactly. Yeah. So it's been great. We live in the same town. And tell us what you do. Uh, I work at a plant nursery, a retail and wholesale plant nursery that my family started back in uh, 86, 87. My sister and I both, so it's a very uh, family business. One of cousins worked there, would do business with other cousins that are landscapers. Mm-hmm. Had my grandparents, um, had a jewelry shop next to us for over 15 years. So we are the epitome of the family business. It's I a love big business. How, how many acres does it cover? Uh, we've got a little over eight acres. Eight acres. There, yeah. and I mean, it's solid plants, trees. Fountains, ponds, no, it's, it's, antiques. When the weather is yeah. like it is right now in 60 degrees, it is a great yeah. place to work. You guys are about to have an auction. Yes, sir, right? actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so it's it's a, a wonderful place, and it's in Waxahachie, Texas. And um, it's it's great. The Green family is a wonderful family to, to get to know and be a part of. So you also help uh, with men's ministry in our county. Yeah, you want to talk about that yes. for a minute. Oh, the Be I'd love Still to, movement. Man. We've we've done four one day men's retreats. We we're uh, my family also has a wedding venue south of here in mm-hmm. Forreston, Texas, which is a little small town, but it's a beautiful uh, venue out in the country. And we went on a kind of spiritual weekend. Me and about seven or eight other guys, and came off and said, "What what can we do more to tap in?" And there's a hunger in Ellis County. Fatherlessness was really laid on our hearts, right. and, and men walking in their calling. Not that women, you know, same deal, but specifically for um, for us trying to do more as fathers, as, as brothers, as employees, as employers, as, you know, um, just across the board, really putting God in all that, not just on right. Sundays for an hour or two. Yeah. Well, I want to show pictures of uh, the greenery. They're the greens, and it's called the greenery. So out. you're looking at some pics right now of the greenery. It's really a cool place. So how big was it when it started? It wasn't eight oh, acres. Man. No, no, no. <laughs> It's uh, there was an aerial photo taken around, I don't know, probably 1990, mm-hmm. and uh, I was five years old at that time, so I don't remember. But there was a picture. We I don't know where it is now, but it was like a little lean-to office and a flower rack out yeah. front. That yeah. my parents started. And so they had hoped that there. it was going to be something more. They had and hoped faith. that it wanted yeah. more and, and a lot of faith. And look yeah. at it now, <laughs> eight acres, and then here's bison. Uh, Bison Ranch. Old Bison Ranch. Also Bison Ranch, their wedding venue. There's another wedding venue. Uh, I mean, look at this place. This is phenomenal. Uh, This is where they host the the men's meetings at this 
beautiful wedding venue. Yes. <laughs> but it feels yeah. like a man's place when we go there. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it really, it's really awesome. It so awesome. So uh, appreciate what you do in our county. I want to share a verse, and I think everyone will somehow relate to our story today. Uh, Romans 8, 24 and 25 for, says, For in this hope we were saved. So we are both believers in Christ. Yes, sir. And it was our hope for heaven and belief in Jesus Christ and God the Father that we prayed a prayer of salvation and followed it through. Now, I'm not the kind of person that believes in this magical prayer of salvation and boom, you never have to talk to God again. Yeah. And you're like this mature Christian. We got to work it. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, we keep working and growing in our faith. Now, hope that is seen is not hope. So I was thinking of that. So here, here's what I was thinking. If I'm standing at my window thinking, I wish and hope that it's going to be 65 someday, and it's already 65 outside and I'm looking, well, that's not hope. What is that? That's reality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's here. So hope is something in the future. Mm. It's not what you're experiencing yet. It's what you're believing for. For hope, who hopes what he already sees? You can't hope for what you already see, but if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. So we're going to talk about something today that uh, you and I have in common, uh, and it's not something we want to have in common, <laughs> no. but I'm on one side of it, yeah. and you're on the other side of it, and my story will help you get to my side of it. So both of us have struggled with gout, and gout is a form of arthritis that affects the joints and the uric acid uh, through the kidneys is not processed correctly, and it goes to joints. It usually starts in the big toe, and you think that's weird. Well, it's, it is weird. It, it, you can feel Hurtfully a numb weird. You can feel a numb pain. Mm. And you're like, what is that? Then it starts hard to bend your big toe. Then the most fiery pain oh. you can imagine is concentrated in your big toe, and then it can jump around to joints in your body. Uh, I experienced gout for about 30 years. I would be on crutches. Um, I, it would be in, in joints in my feet, my knees. Uh, one time it was in my sternum. I thought mm -hmm. I was having a heart attack. It was in my shoulder blade, uh, my shoulder, um, different, my hands, uh, my fingers. So it was bouncing around my body. I was on medication that would make me sick. Uh, it would make me lose my hair. I didn't like being on the medicine. And so I would pray, okay, God, heal me of this. People pray for me. I stop my medicine and then it get worse mm. and then come back. I get back on medicine and try to change my diet. And, you know, there's this very strict diet yeah. you're supposed to, to, uh, no shrimp. No. Yeah, yeah. You know, shellfish, not a lot of red meat, yeah, all the, the stuff, stuff mm -hmm. you want. But as I did research, I found that about 70% of it is actually hereditary mm -hmm. and the diet my is, dad's got it. yeah, my dad had it. And so the diet helps, but is not the end all. So you're you're not feeling well. You're on medic medicine, and you can't eat the food you like. <laughs> so it's it's not good. And and when when I say pain, it's debilitating pain. It's like it sidelines you. Oh, like and you feel like you don't a baby because yeah. you tell somebody my my toe hurts. Or like oh, really, dude? Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you don't understand. But it's like if you're laying in bed, you, a sheet can't be yes, on it. You cannot it, sleep. It uh, gets fever. It swells up, whatever joint it is, it swells up. It gets fever. You can't bend it. And it just is a steady, intense no. pain like no other. So uh, it's the, the most painful form now, of arthritis. Y'all might not understand. Yeah, I'll tell you have, have it. it but so uh, here's the, the two sides of this story. 
Proverbs 13, 12, you know, saying I'm hoping to be healed of gout was a constant. I mean, I was always hoping and I was always being prayed for. And um, there's a scripture, Proverbs 13, 12 said, hope put off makes the heart sick. Hmm. And it would really, I started getting discouraged about year 10, yeah. <laughs> year, year 15, year 17, year 20, like, okay, God, I believe for all these other people to get healed and they're getting healed, they're having miracles. And this one thing I can't get healed of. So then I nearly like internalized it as my thorn in the flesh. Mm. You know, Paul had a thorn in the flesh. Yes. We don't know what it was. I guess John's is going to be God. That's God. So then I stopped hoping. And I, I lost faith that I would ever really be healed, and it just became a part of my life. When I accepted it, it got worse. It, it amped up. Uh, it was more intense. The attacks were more frequent. And then it was like I was nearly living with gout and some joint in my body at all times, oh, and man. it was uh, starting to damage my joints because eventually gout will damage your joints. You know, so... Did you know that? No, John. <laughs> so Bruce Bruce has gout. I'm on the other side yeah, he's still. On the, and he's had gout for about five years. Yeah. So how do you feel when it happens? Oh, man, that's why we were supposed to meet last week, right. and I had to call Nick and said, man, I, I, I can't. Like, mm -hmm. I literally I had my mother go get me crutches. Right. It came in my knee, right. and I thought I tore something. I set up a doctor's appointment, went and had x-rays, went and saw an orthopedic surgeon, and uh, – or, and, and he said, well, have you ever had gout? And I said, yeah, but that's not what this is. Right. This is, this is <laughs> this something real, this like you need to cut intense. me open and, and take yeah. my knee off. Yeah. You know, it was so bad. And then I would it, think it probably you know, hurt more than meniscus I tear. never had it in my knee. Yeah. Yes. It yeah, was, that, I couldn't I've had move. It. My yeah, range of motion was awful. like that. And, mm -hmm. man, it was it was so bad. So, yeah, I was down. I couldn't work. And, yeah, it's discouraging, and, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And it feels like something you should be able to power through. Yeah. But it powers you. Yeah. Yeah. So for... For years, I hoped. And so I'm talking to some of you who have maybe a disease, maybe a loved one that is away from the Lord or on drugs, maybe a marriage that is in shambles or a divorce you went through and you're trauma bonded or you're in pain um, or your child has a disability or your job feels like you're walking into the gates of hell every day. You know, I don't know what your thing is. Every body I've found has a thing that they're dealing with. Absolutely. And we, we have to trust. And I would say, don't give up hope. And when you feel your hope ebbing, pray and ask the Lord to renew your strength. Don't do what I did and just give up hope and accept it because that situation, when you do that, you lose your hope, you stop partnering with faith. Your situation usually doesn't get better. It's probably going to get worse yeah. because I'm, I'm assuring you, your relationship with God and keeping hope keeps things positive. So it was about two and a half years ago, a staff member at our church, uh, you know, Corey, uh -huh. Corey Lucas, uh, came to me and said, I had a, a dream. Uh, it, was a, it was a vision. He was praying for me. And he said, I have a vision that God's healing you of gout, that there was blue liquid flowing through your body. So I was like, okay. Well, people told me a lot of stuff, prayed for me a lot of times. And I'd gotten off medicine and gotten back on and I really had lost hope, just thought I'm never going to be healed of this. But my medicine was, my prescription was nearly out. And I thought, why not give it one more shot, yeah. one more shot and just see. And uh, I didn't take my medicine, went a week, no gout attack, two weeks, three weeks, a month. 
So then I tested it, ate some seafood because I love seafood. Yeah. I was raised on the coast. <laughs> yeah. And I love seafood, and it had been years where I, I could eat seafood without fear of a oh, gout man. attack. Because sometimes I would do it and right just there. know <laughs> yeah. that I'm going to get sick. Yeah. Because you know, I really wanted yeah. shrimp, uh-huh. or I love scallops, crab. Sometimes I would just do it and go home and start taking my medicine. Yeah. You know? So, and there was one medicine called colchicine. You ever had that? Mm-mm. Colchicine can stop the attack, but it makes you really sick and they don't mm. think they prescribe it as much as they used to. It's a little tiny pill and you take one an hour till you're in the floor sick, throwing up or have diarrhea. Oh wow. And you're very, very sick and it takes it a while to flush it out of your system. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so that's not, it wasn't a funny answer. So sometimes I would yeah. know I'm going to have to take colchicine and get really, really sick. And so that it wasn't a good quality of life. So, after a month and I'm testing it with shrimp and stuff, I'm like, am I healed? It was really like, uh, what is going on here? So the second part of Proverbs 13, 12 is really interesting because the first part is so discouraging. This says hope put off makes the heart sick. And it had made me heart sick. Like mm. it had really nearly uh, affected me being able to pray for you. Yeah. If God can't heal me. Is he going to heal you? Yeah. Especially if it was gout. Something like that. I yeah. didn't feel like I had any Absolutely authority yeah. to pray for somebody with gout when I had to battle gout. Then it goes on, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. Um, or a fulfilled desire is a tree of life. I think that's a good scripture for you at the greenery. Yeah. <laughs> you can relate yeah, to it. So what does a tree of life mean to you? If somebody says, this tree is full of life. Oh man, just full of full of joy, um, speaking truth, speaking speaking life. You know, right. encouragement. Yeah. Um, so you probably tend to dead or near dead trees sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You y'all, got a burn you, pile in the back. I know you guys. <laughs> uh, if you plant the tree, I think you give a, a year. Uh, guarantee on it if you plant it. Kind we of, we used to plant. We actually don't anymore. But that, okay. that was kind of the standard. Yes, <laughs> we we planted. We guarantee it. But uh, we actually now refer out landscapers and, and they, then they do it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when you at the greenery in Waxhatchee, Texas yes. on Highway 77. <laughs> so when you look at a tree at this point in your life, you can probably assess where it's at and it's health. Yes. Sir. Yeah. And a tr- a tr- some trees are gone. Yeah. And then you're like, that one's not coming yeah. back. We had a rough, Snapping. a rough summer here in Texas oh, yeah. and there's a some trees that died, yes, shrubs that died. Absolutely. I had I had one that nearly died, and I had to keep slow watering, and it slowly came back. And I think it's going to make nice. it. Nice, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I rescued it, but uh, you want a tree of life is what you want, absolutely. And so, in your situation with the gout, when you have a gout attack, how does it affect you emotionally and psychologically? Oh, it all the above. It just wears you down. You know, I'm an active person, and I, I, you know. I actually do enjoy my job being to work, so I, this put me down for three days, and I right. was laid up on the couch. And I took it as, okay, God, I guess you're telling me to chill out a little bit. So, I, I mean, I was, it was nice to rest. But, um, but yeah, it kind of you can only take so much of that before you're just kind of emotionally right. drained right. and um, kind of like, okay, what is going on? Is this ever going to end? That's why I was like, get me into the doctor. Right. Um, yeah, it's not fun. So at this point, it's been, I guess, two and a half years since I haven't had a gout attack haven't been on medication after 30 years. So it's a little surreal still. Yeah. And every time I eat seafood um, and all the other things that I wasn't supposed to eat, I rejoice 
Yeah. I mean, yesterday I went to a steakhouse and had uh, fried calamari, which is squid, yeah. a shellfish I wasn't supposed to eat, yeah. and a shrimp salad. Man. So, I mean, <laughs> I can't even think of I was so happy. I, yeah. I'm, I'm thankful and grateful every time I eat something that what, and I love spinach. Some people don't, but that's a big no no yeah. to eat on gout. So, there's, you know, I'm, wow. I'm so happy to get to eat the foods that I couldn't eat before. And so I'm on the other side of what you're experiencing. But at this point, my hope has now reconciled with faith. Yeah. And it can come back to you and say, if God did it for me, I really believe that God wants to do it for you. Yeah. And so um, right after this broadcast, I'm going to pray for him. I'm going to anoint him with oil according to the scripture and pray the prayer of faith God. that he will be healed of gout. And I'm expecting a good testimony. I'm yeah. expecting God to do it for you because he did it for me. So whatever your situation is that you're facing, that you say, some of you are saying, it's just life. I'm just going to accept it. It's a bad situation. Now, some things we do accept, but we have to let God heal us and move on and not lose our hope, not lose our faith. You know, some situations are rough. I've, I've been in situations that I had, had no idea how they were going to work out and it was very painful. They worked out. They work out. Um, you've been through some. I know your story. You've been through some really horrendous emotional situations. Absolutely. Yes, sir. That maybe they didn't work out the way you wanted yeah. them to, but they're working out. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. working out and it's brought me closer to God. Exactly. He's there. And what the enemy means for harm, God will always turn for the good. Um, you know, I, I think this, this attack of God in my life, that wasn't God's plan for my life. It's not God's plan for your life because it doesn't feel like blessing, does it? No. no. <laughs> so what the enemy means for harm, even in your situation, in your life, in your family, in your job, in your finances, allow God to turn it for good. And in fact, his word says he exchanges beauty for ashes. Mm. And he will, he will turn your wreck into something shining and exciting. And scripture compares it when your hope is fulfilled, a tree of life. So I'm believing you're going to have a testimony like mine that I had gout, but I don't anymore I as that. you're gnawing on a crab leg. <laughs> Together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So hopefully this has helped you today. And I, I just want to speak again, hope and faith into you. Don't lose hope. If you have lost hope, ask God to help you get it restored. Um, don't be heart sick. Think on Christ, think on his word, continue to believe that God can do great things for you. He did it for me. He's doing it for Bruce. He will do it in your life. So, Bruce, thank you yeah, for being a part absolutely. of what, thank you for having me. what God's doing. Love you guys. Love the nations. Love all God that's doing. I want to say a special shout out to Pakistan today and to my friends, Anwar and Nita Fazal. Uh, love you guys and your family. You are fantastic. And I just pray God's blessing over everything you put your hand to. Everyone, stay safe and stay focused on Jesus. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to Hope for Today with John Bates. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review. You can subscribe and share these episodes wherever you listen. You can connect with John through Facebook, Instagram, and at johnbatesministries.com. Have a blessed day.